Ollie, are you ready for my totally good Danny Zuko from Greece impression? I'm so ready. So, Andy! Tell me more! Tell me more! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me you were going to be doing Greece too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There are spoilers in this podcast. Welcome to Ignorance Is This, a podcast about the best way to watch cinema with little to no knowledge about the film beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is my best friend in the entire world, Oliver Deer. Hello. Hello, it's Ollie. It's the sequel to the first one, oh. episode two. Ignorance Is This 2, yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Yeah, there we Banger go. That's menacing. It. Well, that's the first one. Prequel. <laughs> another series. Go on, go on, just continue. Let's go. How was your day been today? Yeah, it's pretty good. That's good. Uh, did, yeah, exercise. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Why don't you tell all of our listeners what you bought recently? Oh, I got a bloody Apple Watch, don't I? A big old bloody Apple I'm Watch. It. A big old screen on his wrist. Not He's constantly for looking at it. Though, because I'm getting, I get messages while we're doing it. Don't you get distracted? This is a very important uh, job that we're doing right now. Yeah, I know. We're getting paid quite a bit. This could be heard by. By single figures, at least three people. <laughs> Great. Great. We're hoping for eight this week. Oh, yeah, that'll be a big old... We'll celebrate that on a Facebook post. Yeah. Um, what are we uh, What are we talking about today? Um, oh, we're, we're discussing the film you watched last week, The Princess yeah. Bride. Yeah, so I was talking... Right, I got right. told. Homework this time, it was to watch The Princess Bride. Yeah. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on. And uh, here you have another pet peeve. Oh, Films. I've got heaps of them. I've got it yeah. already. Do you have a pet peeve lined up? Uh, just you know, <laughs> films in general are pretty bad. Yeah. Your pet peeve is that bad films have been made, and you're just <laughs> like, oh no, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, gee, I hope you have um our gorgeous, our gorgeous, gorgeous jingle lined up. Oh, okay. actually, yeah, you're right. I gotta, I gotta remember to line that up. We've also got um. We're going to be playing that Rotten Tomatoes game again, aren't we? Yeah, if you want. Yeah. The champion needs to return, I reckon. Oh, uh, well, you know, actually, off air, I, I get them, you know, I do. Well, th- we'll explain later to the listeners if they uh, if they haven't heard episode one, but I'll explain what that is. Yeah, when we get to it, so, yeah. yeah. But for now, I've had a little bit of a thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. How strange are comic books? <laughs> They can be fantastical, they can be serious. Yeah. They're all over the place. Well, here's the thing, they're not really all over the place. Because, I I, I don't know, I'm leading somewhere here. This is more of a little segue into a larger, a larger thought yes. that I've had. Yep. But, the, but these comic books typically, typically stick to the superhero genre. Yep, right? that's right. It's like, they have this whole medium, and it's mostly superheroes. You think about comic books, you think about your Spider-Man, yeah. your Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is there? <laughs> the Flash. I mean, the Flash. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that in um, there was a TV show called Young Justice, and this is a lesser-known character. Yeah. I've seen a little bit of the first season of that. Um, there's a character, because it's all about, like, the... Uh, like, a lot of them are not directly related. Like, one of them is Robin, right? Mm-hmm. Two of the regular old Justice League. The one for Aquaman, I think they're related. His name is Aqualad. <laughs> <laughs> and every time, like, every time little bloody 
flashes zipping around going, Aqualad, throw me your... <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I cannot take this seriously. Oh, that's great. That's like, I don't know, Flash Pip. Come on. <laughs> flash Pip. <laughs> We've got work to do, Flash Pip. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Tut, tut, come along. Anyway. Uh, what, are you, what are you getting at? Where are you segueing? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's graphic novels and all that and other genres, but it's like all the popular ones are basically superhero stuff. Yep. But, controvert, uh, contrastingly, if that's a word I can use. I reckon you can use it. Okay. I give you acceptance. I'll do it. Um, movies are a bit different. They like many genres. And Hollywood in particular, if I could say if there's a trend, if if comic book had a trend, it's just superheroes. Whereas if okay. Hollywood has a trend, it could be anything. Okay. Yep. Right now, what is the biggest trend? In Hollywood, superhero yeah. movies based on comic books. This is this is why I thought back to comic books. Yep. But I wanted to ask you, what do you think the next big trend in Hollywood is? Oh, that's the a next good big one. Trend in blockbuster films. Can I tell you a, a serious answer? Yep. I reckon the cowboys are going to come back. You reckon the western? I reckon the western. Yep. Ooh. It came it's... back big with Django. It came back big again with Hateful Eight. It come back big with the movie where um, Chris Fat the... the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Chris. Um, Chris yeah, Chris yeah. Pratt. Less fat. He's all bulked up. He's got guns in his holsters. Bang bang, Magnificent Seven. <laughs> I can, those are three off the top of my head. And I reckon. There's... I reckon they actually will. And that's Westworld. Yeah, Westworld is massive. Yep. Um, I, I didn't even get on that. I'm actually that's a show that I know that I haven't seen it, but I will want to watch it. Whereas everyone's like, "No, you haven't seen this thing." That's something I want to watch ASAP. Yeah. Well, cowboys and aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Westworld well, is cowboy and aliens, kind thing, of though, robots. It, it's like there are westerns coming out, but they're more like it's more like they were so big and whenever they were big, sixties, seventies. Yeah, every, everything was era. a bloody... They were huge then, and then they fickle, flickered out. Yep. And now they're coming back, but they're not back en masse. They're coming every, you know, maybe two a year. I don't know. Yeah. Big ones a year. Well, yeah. Nice. yeah. Two a year within the last only recent couple of yeah. years. It was dead for years. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it, was, it has been a slow build of acceptance back again. But do you think that's a build, or do you think that's just going to be a continuous trend? Because it's like, we've ha- they've had the big boom. And now they're just going to, okay, we'll have Westerns, but now it's just a regular genre. No, I, I honestly think that it's going to come okay. back big. Mm. What, do you, what do you think is going to well, be the, the next one big thing? that's quite obvious, and it's like, it's definitely happening, but it, it might not take, I don't think it will take over superhero films as a thing, is, uh, well, it's not really a genre, but nostalgia. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. they're bringing just back everything. More, um, more so referencing the Disney films, like they're making quality Okay, a quality series of uh, films that were quite old. You've and got your Cinderella reboot. Yeah. You've got your Beauty and the Beast reboot. <laughs> You've got your Jungle Book reboot. You've got a Tarzan movie that's definitely happening. Um, Tarzan. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been they've been casting that. I know about yeah. that. You've um, the other thing, the the one that's Aladdin. not. Oh, and the Lion King. Oh yeah, they're doing that as well. Yeah. They've got um, Donald Glover's going to be in that. Yeah. And James Earl Jones, from. Darth Vader. Was. No, I was I was gonna try to say like 
from something something fame that he's in, but I literally couldn't think of anything else that he's in that's not <laughs> The Lion King or Darth Vader. Trying to make you little joke. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. It's <laughs> not good. Um, no, but the the other nostalgia thing that you want to say okay. that's not Disney. So, well, Han, here's here's the more the things I can't, I w- couldn't pinpoint. I couldn't bet money on what it's going to happen. But I really want video game movies to be the next big thing. Okay. I really want it to happen. And time after time, I'm disappointed. Yes. Well, Warcraft. Terrible. I was th- thinking that would have been the one, but that got average reviews. Then Assassin's Creed, I was so excited for. I don't even. I don't even play either of those series. Me I, neither. I just wanted them to do well so that they would bring about movies for better <laughs> franchises. We are in literally like the exact same boat with yeah. that. I was like, just once, please let there be a good video game movie yeah. and I was banking last year on those two movies yeah. thinking at least one at least one will get like a positive Rotten Tomatoes score or something mm. no nah, no good from both of them and my favourite artist in the entire world Kanye West he was even in the trailer for one of them so I was getting extra hype I was oh, like he was in Assassin's Creed yeah wasn't he, he? he was I am a god from yeah. Kanye West was in that trailer and as soon as it dropped everyone was like coming up to me and was like have you seen the trailer and I was like yes I have seen the trailer and they're like well wow that's so dumb for using Kanye West. And I was like, how dare you? This is going to be a masterpiece and I know it. If Kanye West signed his name to this project, then mark my words. It's going to be good. Nah, terrible, apparently. Quick context. Scott is in love with Kanye West. I don't know if we've mentioned that, but that that's, yeah. We he, managed... he likes Kanye West more than he likes audio. Yep. <laughs> for context, I also do sound and radio at university. Yeah. Um, I I managed to go an entire hour last week without mentioning him once. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> that's why I had to quickly tell everyone how much of a Kanye file you are. My, <laughs> that sounds creepy when you say it like that. Big, 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 big. It fan. is creepy. Yeah, anyway, man. um, but do you know what the highest uh, the highest receiving uh, the the best critically reviewed video game movie is? As as far as I'm aware. And if you, say if you were to give me three and I got to pick one, would I immediately know what it is if know. you gave me three? I don't know. I'll tell you it. Can you tell? very recently. Very recently? Yeah. Pixels? <laughs> no. The, the uh, upcoming Tetris movie that's happening? Did yeah, you know about that? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Battleship. Nope. Oh, that's not a video game. That's a board game. Uh, it was Angry Birds. Oh. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's... It's sitting on like sixty percent. Do you mind if I look it up? Yeah, look it up. Do you want to guess it? And (laughs) actually, no. I think it's still a rotten score, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we can cut this segment if I'm wrong. No, I don't think. I I doubt you are, because I, I, Mm. I can, I can imagine that it's like a lot of people are like, I expected this to be bad, therefore I'm going to give it an okay review because it's average. Um, uh, the Angry Birds movie on Rotten Tomatoes has a score of forty three percent. Ah. Four out of five no, stars I, on Apple uh, iTunes. Yeah, see, I think I just think I think it got better reviews all around. Maybe not just Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it? It is. Not a single. So apparently, people didn't mind it. Well, I know I will never see it, and I, <laughs> and I and I'm happy that um, in this podcast, a, a podcast about me watching movies and reviewing movies from the past that I've never seen. I don't think you're ever going to give me <laughs> Angry Birds to watch, are you? You never know. Oh, it's going to happen today. I just, I'll just tell you, hey, Scott, there's this great animation film. <laughs> and I think you'll really enjoy the callback to 
some of your favorite <laughs> times you, as a child. Did you get big on the game? No. Did you play the game? No. Me neither. No, didn't like it. Took the world by storm and I just didn't get into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but video games and movies is one thing. And it's something I think a lot of people might predict. But the other one that's, coming, that's uh, emerging, anime film. Yeah. So Ghost in the Shell is out now as we're speaking. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's out it's... now as we're speaking. Yep. Um and I have no I have no clue about it. I don't I don't watch the anime. I haven't seen any trailer for it or any I think one poster. I think that's about it. Yep. Don't even know who's in it besides Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. And so we'll we'll watch that and we'll talk about it next week. Yes. Yep. I haven't seen the trailer. This week we're gonna talk about a movie that I saw and next week we'll try to take it in terms of um the person who discusses a thing that they haven't seen. Yep. So uh, Ghost in the Shell, I'm actually very excited for that. Yeah. I imagine that it's going to be better than what people think because of the whole storm that went around, the well, the controversy, I should say, around the casting and the fact that they're adapting a anime uh, into a, a manga that was turned into an anime that's going to be turned into a film. That's a classic, like, that happened with Dragon Ball. That happened with Avatar. That was never a manga, I suppose. Yeah. And they've never been good. But I feel like this is going to be a movie be. that will uh, make people, like... You know, I'd be happy for it. To happy be good, enough. I'm, I'm all for anime. Death Note is coming out this year. I'm confident Death Note will be good. See, that's a confident. hot take. That's a hot. <laughs> t- now, now that is a hot take. Well, I, I, that is a movie that I know nothing about. Yeah, I don't know anything about the show. I don't know who's in it. Mm. I know that Zac Efron was on it for a little bit. People were like, "No, I don't want that." And then now he's not on there. Oh, I wanted Zac Efron. Yeah, well, he's great. Great, he is great. Yeah, but um, yeah, um. But I think that, like, with every single anime film that come that gets announced, um, there's all this uproar every single time. Like, why did they cast an English person? Why did they cast this person? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. But it's like I feel like I don't watch a lot of anime, but I feel like anime fans are incredibly more dedicated than any other fans, and they will they will oh, shove yeah. their religion down your throat. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Hot take indeed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be good, and we'll have some opinions next week for yeah. it. So, all right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if we're wrong or. Yeah, I mean, I want to look up the Rotten Tomatoes score right now, but I shan't. You, yeah, you can. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay ignorant. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah. Uh, if I look it up, then I want to tell you and. Then I'm just wasting time. Yeah, okay. All <laughs> so, right. cool. Well. Kendrick Lamar with the heart part four there. Not from his upcoming album, because someone said something that it's not going to be part of the upcoming album, which means that we're probably going to get 13 or 14 brand new tracks, Ollie. How do you feel about that? Ooh, pretty nice. Pretty Are you a nice. fan of the uh, the other Kendrick Lamar material? I am. Uh... <laughs> I'm just staring at him. I'm ready for an opinion. Why you got the whitest boy I've ever met? Why you biggest, say that? <laughs> biggest hip hop fan. Yeah, going going around. But um, big old fan. I was very I mean, excited yeah, when that Kenny stuff. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Here's a here's a hot take opinion. Good Kid, Mad City, or to Pimp a Butterfly? Uh, 2012 or 2015? Pimp a Butterfly. That is um surprising perhaps <laughs> like i know that pimp butterfly is a masterpiece hot take right there <laughs> it's not everyone thinks it's a masterpiece <laughs> but like it's good kid mad city is a bit more commercialized because it was the first big label release oh, was 
Yeah, sorry. It was his first... It was technically... I'm using uh, quotation fingers right now. His first uh, big label release, like, debut, even though it's, like, he released at least one EP and one full-length album before that. Mm. But, um... It like is the beats are a little bit more accessible. That's why people were saying like I just can't get into the pimp to pimp a butterfly, mm, okay. because it's a little bit more like sit down, listen to it, understand what he's talking about and whatnot. Yeah, I know. I think I've heard the butterfly more so than Mad City. Yep. But yeah, I guess that's why I like it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, this is the transition from talking about movie the from talking. This is the transition of talking about music in a movies podcast to talking about movies in a movies podcast. Here we go. Hi, did anyone else know about The Princess Bride? I've watched it. <laughs> All right, it's time to talk about The Princess Bride. Yep. So as as people may know, our show is about Scott being ignorant by default and not knowing... <laughs> You're it. just going to keep with yeah, that. That's your title, mate. Okay. Um, And not knowing anything about past movies despite being a film student so he's well equipped to talk about films you know a lot of theories and how film works and yeah mm-hmm. here but- are some things that i know um <laughs> color grading miss on sen um production design i learned all of these things in film school <laughs> Go to film school, kids. <laughs> it's it's where you learn things. <laughs> you learn French words. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and, learn and Latin titles. You that learn like to use. not use Latin titles. Now this is a pet peeve. Oh yeah, jo- yeah. Go on. Just I put- I don't think this is on my list, <laughs> but someone asked me this because I do I do radio uh, class at uni as well. I got asked uh, as a friend. Uh, sorry, from a friend who was doing a radio bit about um, about pet peeves, and she gave me less than like fifteen seconds to come up with something. And she was like, "Scott, tell me a pet peeve related to anything ever." And immediately, my first thought was like, "Media students or film students who make a production, and let's say that the production is about sunglasses, and they name it whatever the hell sunglasses." is in uh latin i hate it it's just say i don't even i can't even come up with a latin word but they always have like a bull french lat i don't even know just dumb font with a stupid title that doesn't mean anything and i hate it yeah (sighs) psa if you want to use a latin title that is not relevant to your film you can nolite essa muta. <laughs> what is that? Stop being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if that's how you say it, but anyway. I'll take it. I think it, I think that was good. All right. Um, yeah. I talked, uh, I was asked by Ollie, my co-host, to watch The Princess Bride for the first time ever. Yeah, so can you confirm you knew absolutely nothing about this film? Literally nothing. Last week you asked me, what do you know about Princess Bride? And I said, I don't know the cover, I don't know the characters, I don't know cultural impact, anything like that. The only thing that I knew about it was that Anne Hathaway was in it. I was wrong. That's Princess Diaries. <laughs> this is Princess Bride. Apparently it's different. Okay, so the first thing I just want to ask you is when I made, said to you, you're going to watch a film called The Princess Bride. Yep. What did you think 
it was going to be about? Well, and did you feel like you wanted to watch it? Well, n- well, no, not not entirely. Like, and I'm I'm being honest, and I don't want to I don't want to generalize, but of course, you you hit with a title like The Princess Bride, and you don't know what it is. I think okay, it it might have something to do with royalty, which it did. Hmm. Therefore, yeah. I was right. It was it had something to do with royalty and castles, but that was it, right? So, I was even when I loaded up Netflix and it was on there, and it had the genre like underneath it as I was clicking it. So this was like literally seconds before the film started. It said um, like adventure comedy, and I was like, oh. I didn't think it was going to be comedy. I thought that one of the first things that you'd hit me with would be like a very serious cinema piece. <laughs> so I, I tried to put it behind me, a title like The Princess Bride, and I thought, well, this is a trick. He's going to give me something like... Because I expected something similar like The Princess Diaries, like Bright. Okay. So even though I try to think ahead and think it's going to be a trick, it's going to be something I'm completely not expecting, so therefore I expected something else... That turned out to be completely wrong as well. So you thought it would be sort of like a romance or a, maybe even a chick flick? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, and but, but a very like well-received sh- uh, click, f- uh, click flick. <laughs> chick, <laughs> chick, chick ah, flick. those click flicks. Yes. <laughs> that Netflix click. Like maybe even something like in the vein of like The Notebook where you hear that title and you yeah. think, oh, I know that people think that that's a masterpiece. Like, some people, like, like you, you know the cover in your head straight the away. It's a masterpiece, question mark? Well, well I mean, <laughs> okay, let me look up the score of it right now. I, like, I know, but, but what oh, I mean is I that people are aware that it's, like, a classic at least. Like, everybody <laughs> I, watches it at least once. I wish I made you watch a Nicholas Sparks film first week. <laughs> it would have... I would have caught you completely off guard. I'll tell you this, The Notebook has 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I didn't think it... I thought... Maybe I just mean something that people have... Everybody people know has about seen, it. everyone knows about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you thought it was... You didn't think the genre was going to be what it was. And I believe... I don't know what the picture on Netflix is, but I know the DVD cover I had is a giant picture of uh, the Princess Bride's face with her crown. And like it's oh. all in blue and she's nicely lit. I and th- it's just like, ah, huh, it's about her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that I think that the uh, little screenshot that they use is uh, right at the spoiler alert for the Princess Bride, a movie that came out in the late eighties, um, where uh, the Princess Bride and the man are Wesley. Uh, yes, Wesley. Actually. West Wesley. Uh, it was like either just immediately before the kiss, right at the end, or immediately after. Like their faces are super close, and oh, it says yeah. in a beautiful text, gold text, "The Princess Bride" underneath. Yeah. So even when I was looking it up to put it in my uh, list that night, when you said this is the movie that I need you to watch this week, even then my expectations were similar to what I was just talking about, and yet they were shattered by when I watched <laughs> it. When I, I bl- sure were, I guess I haven't heard your opinion yet, but yeah, um, I can tell you one thing. One of the uh, the well-known things about this movie is that it's notoriously difficult to get your friends to watch it because they won't <laughs> they won't watch it. A film called The Princess Bride. Yep. And a lot of people want to like there was I think there was even a thread on Reddit just like if you could change the title of this movie, what would we change it to? And a lot of people thought The Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, that'd be great. Or As You Wish, but that's also a bit a little bit uh, rom commy. Yeah, a little bit rom commy. But yeah, anyway, 
Hit us with your thoughts. Um, opinions. Um, I had a really excellent time watching Princess Bride. Like I said, it was not what I was expecting, You're but smiling like a little. It was, boy, eh? dude. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Um, the the first scene was of a grandfather sitting down next to a um uh, his ill grandson, not like seriously ill, just like has a flu or something, and he reads a story about the Princess Bride. So it takes like the first ten minutes or something to make a joke. Right, so even yeah. for then, I was like, oh, "What have I gotten myself into?" I'm just laying in bed, and and also another thing that I really liked about this is that it's quite short. It goes for like an hour and a half, yeah. or like an hour and forty five minutes. I think that's the thing that like stops me from watching movies a lot. Is like I get like half an hour in, and I'm like, "Oh, I still have so much of this more to go." <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So when I started realizing that the jokes that they were using were like the like, the humour that was going to be used throughout, I, I just got so involved because it was so funny. Um, the guy who... I, I had to look him up because his voice sounded so familiar. Uh, Vinizzi? Vin, uh, yeah, Vizzini? I, don't know. I think that's right. Inconceivable. Inconceivable, yeah. yeah. He's... Uh, what was it that he... Oh, he I know him from um, Family Guy. He plays a character called Bertram. Who is Dewey's arch nemesis, and he, his voice is the exact same. So, yeah. like, um, he also Rex plays from Rex from Toy Story, which is like, as soon as I saw that on the IMDb page, I was like, okay, I get it. But Bertram just sounds exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, he just went to a, a booth and just started talking. <laughs> um, when so when he started making jokes and Andre the Giant started making jokes, I was so like, oh wow, if this whole movie is going to be this kind of humor, I am so into it. When um, when when the masked man was climbing up the rocks mm. after they um they cut the rope, so they're on the top of the cliff and he's just holding onto the side of the cliff, and then uh, Inigo Montoya, yeah, Inigo was like, "I'm going to fight you," and he's like, "All right, I'll be right there." <laughs> he's like, "Do you need any help?" He's like, "No, no, I'm okay." <laughs> so, yeah, just um. And the story was interesting. The idea, like, even, like, it's a common trope that's used now, but you've got three characters and the one person that's opposing those three characters. And all of the different characters have different skill sets. So you've got your you've got your quick swordsman and your bulk giant, like, um, like a brute character. And then you've got your wisdom intellect character. And, like, even, like that was utilised really well that oh, it's you and you've got such a great intellect, so I'm just going to have to battle you into a, a challenge you to a battle of wits rather than just, yeah. yeah. Like, you can tell that the characters were written very well in that way. Mm. What else? Um, I, I just love that first half hour. When yeah. That would, uh, because because I, I was, when you mentioned before, um, the boy who's being read the story, who's sick and his grandfather's telling the story, you're like that boy for the first sort of 10 minutes. Because the first, the when he starts telling the story, it's about farm the farm boy Wesley, and yes. and he's yeah he's just on a farm being in love with this girl, and you're sort of like, oh, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and then and she started to realize that she was in love with him yeah. too, and it cuts to the kid. And he's like, ah, oh. yeah. yeah. 
which is great. It, the way the way the narrative is structured like that is great because, like, as you start getting into it, so does the kid, and they had the the eel that when they're in the eel and the eel's like coming towards. Um, oh yeah, it's coming towards Princess Buttercup, and then it stops, and the grandfather's like, the eel doesn't get her, and then it's like what? It's like, uh yeah, I can I- see that you looked. Concerned, uh, yeah, concerned. I, I, I can see that you look concerned. Just don't worry, yeah, he doesn't get it. Yeah, I, I, that's great narrative telling. I think I completely agree. Yeah. I was very impressed when that happened, yeah. and they do that again at the end, where because at that point the kid is a little bit concerned, but then at the end, again, spoilers, he goes, um, "So who does the the bad prince? Uh, who kills the bad prince?" And he's like, "Nobody. Mm. The prince lives." He's like, "But." But he's such a bad guy. Somebody's got to kill him. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Like, you can, he's already yeah. telling the kid and us the future of the story. Yeah. But it's fun and it's uh, completely the different. Kid it's has kind of okay. character development because at the start, there's a kiss and the kid doesn't want to hear it. And he's like, ugh, skip over it. And then at the end, there's another kiss. Yeah, he's like, I don't mind it. Yeah. Because so as the audience grows, well, as the kid goes, so does the audience. And they enjoy the film. Um... Another thing, as you mentioned with the characters, every character has character. So no no one's in there just to be like, I don't know, oh, I'm a quick, I'm a quick plot device and then continue on your way. Yeah. They're, everyone everyone has their little quirk, like the um the dungeon servant, the albino dude. Do you oh him? yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Yeah. Well, um and also the uh, the Miracle Man. Yeah. Like, two characters that are in there for 15 minutes each. Yeah. But you remember who they are and the things that they've done. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah. And I'm very, like, I'm happy that you know me well enough to start me off with a, with a comedy. Like a like a cult, yeah. a cult following kind of comedy. I'm way into that. Yeah. So, yeah, it uh, it got... Um, it got great reception. It's it's always had great reception. Yep. It didn't. I think it did okay at the box office when it came out, but now it's it's huge cult film. Um, it's I think ninety seven percent on RT. Yes, it does have ninety seven percent. I was just looking up the yeah. kid actor because I was looking through the name and I recognised the name of the kid, but I don't know really anything else that he's in. Um, Fred Savage. He was in uh, for the known for tab, um, the Wonder Years which is a, a TV show in the late 80s and early 90s. The, he would play the grandson in The Princess Bride. That was in 1987, so he would have been about the same age for the younger, for the thing. Mm-hmm. But then he was in Austin Powers and Goldmember. Oh, oh, really? Oh, he was moly, moly, moly. Was he? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. that's definitely him. That is. Oh, I must find it. I really hope that you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% right. It just says number three. The moment you said that, I was like, yeah. Number three, he's got the big mole. The moment you said that, I was like, oh, it's that guy. (laughs) (laughs) What else should we talk about for Princess Bride? Oh, last week you said you, as soon as you watch it, you'll understand like 10 different memes. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of two. Yeah. And they're the same like image macro of it. How do you pronounce them? Iago? Inigo Montoya. Inigo Montoya. Yeah. Of him kind of like, he's got his eyebrow, like I'm raising my eyebrow right now. He's raising his eyebrow and kind of got a smirk. It's mm-hmm. that same image macro and the two different memes of the context is, I don't think you know what that think. Well, I, I don't think you know what you, th- wait. No, I don't think that word's 
that word means, means what you think it what means. you think it means yeah. and the other one is just the simple something 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 prepare to die yeah is, my, there, is there something else that I was missing uh ooh, there is there is there is there is what is it oh it's you can quickly think I'm gonna quickly talk about something else <laughs> Andre the giant was so good in this yeah. <laughs> he, oh just God he's so innocent and lovely like He's like, oh, I just need this for the extra cash yeah. and pay the bills of him doing evil deeds. Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns out he's like, becomes their best and friend. And they have the whole peanut banter. Anyone want a peanut? And they keep rhyming oh, it. Yeah. It's like, that. that's one of the scenes where you realize, this is a silly film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that was the exact moment I was like, oh, I can get behind this style of humor if it keeps this way the whole movie. And it yeah. did. And the bit was like, um, uh, after the, the miracle, Max uh, gives them the pill to uh to bring him uh how do you pronounce it? uh West Wesley yeah. to bring Wesley back alive and he is he's like awake but he can't move any of his body yeah, so they're just right. carrying him around <laughs> and there's like a great bit where they're they're doing the classic like all right we're a team put your hand in the middle and one two three team and you just hear uh the guy uh Andre the Giant put his hand in and then Montoya put his hand in and then Andre the Giant has to grab yeah. the other guy's <laughs> hand and it's just this like f- like this flappiest like noise <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah. yeah really excellent stuff oh man I had such a great time I want to watch this again like it's really yeah. good so really good. good yeah it's very very rewatchable um Oh, a quick quick uh, trivia about Andre the Giant because he was a, he's a wrestler, obviously, yep. but and he wasn't really an actor. And the director, uh, when he met him for his audition, he's like, "Oh, this guy's the perfect size. He looks, looks like the perfect sort of dude for it. Like he's a face like looks like it." Mm-hmm. But when he did his lines, he mumbled so hard that oh yeah. Oh, sorry, I don't know if he's if is he French. Oh, look uh, that up. I, I, he either mumbled so hard or he has, he was doing an, he has a different accent. And he was mumbling so hard. Yes, he's French. Okay, yeah. So he's mumbling, well, so not mumbling, but he was, had such a strong accent that he couldn't say the lines properly. So the director, because he wanted him so bad, he had Andre the Giant uh, say it exactly, precisely once on tape. And then he showed Andre the Giant, uh, the tape and had him learn it exactly the way he right. said it at oh, that time. Very cool. So that's how he learned his lines. Oh man. I love stuff like that. <laughs> that's very excellent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um I don't know if there's much else I really have to say about it. It was really good. Yep. I love the characterization of all the characters. I like the the plot of it all. I was actually um I was actually shocked when it turned out the the masked man was Wesley. Because when it was like, oh, you're the pirate, I was like, oh, it makes sense that he's like chasing the princess because oh, okay. he's the pirate. And then, and then, oh my god, the first like, okay, there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of the humor all before this bit I'm about to talk about like made me chuckle or made me go, oh, that's funny. Like I, I'm aware that that's funny and I appreciate <laughs> this. But when they're like on the top of a hill, it's the princess bride and Wesley. Uh, they're just hanging out, and then they're like. Oh my God, we're in love, and it's you. It's you're not the pirate. You're Wesley, and then he falls down the hill, and then she falls down the hill as well, and oh, it's yeah. just like it's like a rag doll just going yeah. down. That was so funny. <laughs> it just it sounds so silly to say it out loud, where just the two actors were just rolling down a hill. 
but it was the most hilarious <laughs> bit in the entire film. Do you know, do you know what I like though? Is we're, we're like such film students. I think I think the same way you do, where we see comedy in films now, and we're just like, now that is funny. <laughs> yeah. That there, I recognise that as funny. It's yeah. good comedy. Oh, I see we're, the structure there. There yeah. was the uh, the old setup. <laughs> oh, here's the bait. They want us to think that we're about to be uh, told about this thing. Yeah. But surprise, surprise, they told us about thing number uh, thing letter B. <laughs> that's a bit of a that's the old there. twisteroo. I think. I get it. I get the joke. Like, but, yeah. Um, I didn't think about the fact that you didn't know Wesley would be uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I forgot that twist because i've always known it and every time i see it now i'm just like oh yeah, that was cool. mm-hmm. but that yeah that was a cool would have been a cool so as he said as you wish down the hill did you have a sudden realization is that when you realized? yeah well yeah that, that's when and the character of the princess bride realized it as well it's like oh that's wesley but it wasn't until when he was explaining to her oh i am actually dread pirate roberts mm. well, that's when i got it like i had to be told that because before they just said like Oh, I remember Wesley like pleading for his life, saying true love, and she was like, "You'll never know true love." So I thought, "Oh, that's the pirate." Yeah. And then yeah. when he rolled down, rolled down the hill, and he said, "As you wish," I thought, "Oh, it's him. He must have killed the pirate." But then the connection that the um, it's just a title, and the title gets passed down. Mm. Interesting. So, I mean, I guess this answer is obvious, but. Do you think that knowing absolutely nothing about this film made your experience all the more better? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, Yeah, without a doubt. The fact you didn't know the genre, the genre surprised you and it was great. Yep. And you didn't know this sort of Dread Pirate Roberts twist thing? On on reflection... the story uh, was good for you? Even after seeing the movie, and Mm. I think back, it's like there was only one thing that made me go, oh... That's where this thing comes from. And that was just the meme okay. image macro. Yeah. That was it. Like, I, I knew <laughs> literally nothing about yeah. this movie. Okay. Not even inconceivable. I didn't know that oh, was a reference. So yeah, that's I, the one I was thinking. Did I didn't you know, know didn't know inconceivable, didn't know as you wish, didn't know, you know, the the uh, Dread Pirate Roberts twist, nothing. Mm. Okay. And it was so good. Yeah, so good. Oh, so, and, and, and it's... For for people listening, this is a thing that I've said to Ollie for years. I don't want to watch old movies. <laughs> they're slow and they're boring and they're old and they're black and white this sometimes. This is the opinion of every single person until they realise the quality isn't that different. No, it wasn't that different. <laughs> the the and quality was... of narrative isn't actually different in older films. This... It's just the quality of colour and cameras. <laughs> Everything else is pretty good. <laughs> the second that I, like... Allowed myself to get invested. I forget the, the fact that it was made almost 10 years before I was born. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yep. I know people, I say, oh, watch this film. It's from the 70s. Ugh, the 70s. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I mean, that used to be everyone. What year did Psycho come out? That's like the one 60s. movie that I accept. Sure? Yeah, cool. The one movie. <laughs> I have to say things like that. So when we're doing this podcast in the fifth year of us doing this, you can listen back to me going like, I hate old movies and I hate directors that are all about the smashy smashy. Anyway. What's the smashy? Like, like you've got your, you got your transformers. Like I'm I'm just being an old guy who hates anything that isn't from like 2009. Like that's, that's a solid in the middle 
movie uh, okay. period. Cool. That's it. That's all I have to say about. Uh, did you any anything you didn't like about the film? Quickly. Oh, jeez. Anything I didn't like. Let's end it on a bad note. This (laughs) this film, what did that do wrong? Um, The the character of the Princess Bride herself was a little bit... Nothing really happened with her. That's a good point. Yeah, like it was entirely about Wesley, even after she got captured... Like, no, because she got captured, right? And he was trying to save her. Mm -hmm. He was just about to get married. Marriage. So yeah, the entire role of that of that character was to she was to cr- have a cry at the yeah. start, and then the big old plot device. Yeah, she was alright. There were no there were no female characters with interesting plots. It was all it was the three main dudes. Oh. That was yeah. that was one of my issues with it. That's it. Yeah, I just so a film uh, called The Princess Bride. <laughs> It's not even about her, and she's the four arguably, main characters were male. Arguably yeah. the worst part of the film. I, I think still not that bad. Obviously. I think even if you look up the IMDb page, she, the the actress who played the Princess Bride is like fifth or sixth down. Oh yeah, in the in the character list, Probably. like so even like so. Yeah. Actually, she wouldn't be because she's a profile actor. I don't. And God, I have been trying to think of her name the whole time, and she's like super. Robin Wright. Yeah. Oliver. Would you like to talk about pet peeves, or would you like to play a little game about uh, you guessing the scores? Oh, of I guess tomatoes? I got to redeem myself, don't I? Oh, you you really do because since, since last week we've thought of a little name for the game. Okay, yes. Uh, would you like to say? Well, the game is about guessing Rotten Tomato scores. Yes. Within five percent of something, so yes. it's a bit similar to the show The Price Is Right. Oh yeah. Where they have to guess a price within this, whoever gets close to the real price. So let's call this game, based on Rotten Tomatoes, The Fruit is Acute. So good. <laughs> so we good. We are just on top of our names. So good. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, can't be challenged, that name. Anyway, you've got some films for me to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score? Five lined up, as I always do. Let's yeah. start off with a classic from last year, I think. Okay. An absolute phenomenal film, Suicide Squad. Okay. Tell me what you think. Is the current Rotten Tomato score for this? Because we've had this discussion before. We talk about the Rotten Tomato score for this movie all the time. Every the day. fact is, is <laughs> that it's is it? constantly fluctuating. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon? Uh, and let's just say to the listeners, last week I was zero for five <laughs> on this game. He talked a big game and, and he let himself down. Okay. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm a bit <sighs> humble this week. Okay. Yeah, I've been okay. humble. Um. So, I think it's about sitting at 33. 33. Um, uh, um, Incorrect. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was 25% currently. Uh, this annoying. It was 33 <laughs> when we went to bloody see it. Okay, go on. Next one. <laughs> the next one. My favourite musical... Of all time, Greece. <laughs> I was about to guess that. Um, 88. Mm. Bugger. Incorrect. <laughs> all right. 77%. See, oh. that, that, that's a little bit different. Have you seen it? No, never seen it. I know, but I know that you know about it because no, I talk no. to you about it <laughs> quite often. That's all right. Um, that's all right. Hey, maybe that's a movie we can get you to watch one day because it's excellent. 
all over my sadness about not being as good as I thought in this <laughs> game. Anyway, go on. Next one. Let's do another movie. A Bug's Life. <laughs> uh, I got this idea before because I, I said to you as a joke, Ollie, tell me a good movie that I can put in the in the Fruit is a Cute section. The joke being that you would be able to just tell me a movie that you know about and you said Toy Story 2. So here you go. A Bug's Life. I'm going to say 93. Yay! That's the first time I've ever got one right. It was a bug's life. Awesome. Nine, 92 that movie's oh. on. Very good. Cool. Very good. Uh, my my powers are superhuman. <laughs> um, now, this... Uh, actually, I'm not going to preface this at all. Uh, live free or die hard? Oh. This is the recentest one? This is die hard four. Uh... I don't think there's been one since, but who knows? 22. <laughs> 82. What? Yeah. Oh, crazy. This is the one before when I, I gasped out loud and just went, what? Okay. I know nothing about 82%. I thought they were all trash after the first one. And I even looked it up on the actual Rotten Tomatoes website to see if this is one of the classic films where... Oh, yes, it's got 100%, but that's from four reviewers. This has over 200 reviews. And the last one, uh, I had this idea last week for for, uh, Fruit is a Cute, uh, the Peter Jackson's King Kong. Okay. 84. Woo! That is the first time you've got it head on. Oh, nice. 84% exactly. Nice. That, just, that number was just, you know, just sitting in my head. That's uh, that's two today. Yep. I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> you lost the game, but okay. uh, you... yeah. You... I'm improving, and from here on, it's only upward. I think so, too. Uh, let's go straight into our next segment. Right. Morally. Morally. World's worst It's time for pet peeves. <laughs> Yes, right. it's time for pet peeves. <laughs> Oliver's favourite sting in the whole world gets me every time. It's the only sting in our show. And it's, <laughs> and it's that. Don't have a sting for anything else and we have to awkwardly introduce them all. Except for this one. Except for this one. We can just start that and we'll know what's coming. Okay, great. Um, so, this time, pet peeves, you, you don't have one prepared, do you? You're not... Nah. Okay. I love films. They're all good. <laughs> Ollie has no tripes about There's any nothing films. wrong with any film. Um, I've got one that, uh, last week I said that the majority of mine are dialogue-based, and they are, so I'm going to pick one that's not dialogue-based today. Okay. Um, and I'll, and I'll say a quote from my phone. You're looking at me, so you know I'm not lying. Movie characters try to prove a point by drawing slash writing on a whiteboard, but first they wipe it clean. Listen, idiot, that... (laughs) That could have been important to someone else. (laughs) I got this from watching Arrival, and there was a bit where it's like, no, I don't quite understand the language. And then she goes like, ah, and she grabs a whiteboard marker. There's all these like really like important equations, and she just wipes them all off. And I just go, oh, someone could have been working. Someone could have been working on that. Poor Danny's sitting in the background going, my word. <laughs> yeah. 
single tear rolls down Danny's face. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, I just I and see, he can't I say anything because she's the protagonist, and it, you know he can't speak out of his li- out of line. No, 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 he's not allowed to enter the scene. This is her movie. <laughs> You you got your bloody last one from Arrival. Your last pet peeve from Arrival. They were both from Arrival. Yep. It's like you hated that film. <laughs> I, I I can't. I liked it enough. It, yeah. was, it was fine. It, yeah, let's give it like an eight out of ten. It was fine. Yeah. Um, was it nominated for Best Picture? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Like I don't think it. Bloody had some terrible tropes though in it. Didn't oh, it? so many, yeah, okay. so many pet peeves. That's great because I thought you were just gonna say like they they use exposition to draw something on the whiteboard. I was like. Great, Scott, but, you know, that's probably... People probably talk about that all the time. But no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. What a selfish bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this segment. You always surprise me with how, how clever you are at pinning out these, like, slight... Annoyances. Oh, look, I just, I see it way too often than it, than it should be. I just, like, it happens in, a, let's say, if I'm watching a movie, it happens in at least one in every two, I reckon. I just, I see something on the board and I, like, they enter the scene and I just go, oh, that, that those equations on that board won't last very long. There's a, <laughs> there's a whiteboard in this scene. Someone's going to have to try to prove a point in a minute. Almost like it's a, it's a character waiting to die, yeah. and it's like it's just you standing see, there. You see a whiteboard in the trailer <laughs> <laughs> that's clean, or you see someone drawing on a whiteboard in the trailer, and you're like, oh, well, now I know that. Now I know the whiteboard's going to get clean. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it! Those stupid trailers spoiling everything. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't watch the trailers. <laughs> Oh, God, that's oh. real good stuff. I wish we had more listeners so someone could get a <laughs> compilation of all the films that do this. And oh. just in between every shot, just have someone go, Oh, no, oh, that, oh, that was important. <laughs> Listen, look, episode two, we don't have very many listeners, but if you're listening to this in the future after we're uber famous, please, <laughs> we still want to see that super cut. Please, re- please make that for us. Yeah. Oh. Do you have anything else to say about it? <laughs> just that. There's not much else to say, really. No. There's just I see it too often, and every single time, and like I have something kind of similar lined up in a in a in a next couple of weeks. So, say where it's just rude to the other person, but you don't see the other person. So, <laughs> uh, I love that. Could have been yeah. important to someone else. All right. Well, I think that uh, that brings us to the end yeah. of ignorance. Is this? All right. Cool. Cool. Today we did some important things. We watched Princess Bride. We talked about whiteboards. Oh. That sums up our podcast perfectly. Real good podcast. Let's talk about next week's podcast in terms of what we're actually going to discuss. Yeah, so we're going to go watch uh, Ghost in the Clamshell. Yep. Yeah. That's the name. Um, anime style movie four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. We'll go see that. Yeah, that's... that's a, talk uh, about how we haven't seen the trailer. You... Have you seen the trailer? I have. I've seen the trailer. Okay. I've seen the trailer. I've seen the posters. I've even seen a clip that was right. released. Uh, it was on like IGN or something. And th- yeah, this time I'll I'll bring a couple more notes as opposed to when we watched um, Kong. Yeah. About the about uh, all the things in the trailer that I think would have ruined the experience. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. We'll watch and before the podcast starts recording, we'll watch the trailer together yeah. and see what's. Um, was spoiled in there that we didn't yeah. know that was a spoiler. From your memory of the trailer, do you think it spoiled anything? No. 
No. No, I think it was fine, actually. That's why I'm so... Okay, po- I'm positive that it's going to be... Well, not I'm positive, but, like, I'm... I'm optimistic, I think, is the word I was looking for yeah. then. I'm optimistic that it's going to be good, because I remember thinking, whoa, these visuals look stunning, and this clip looks great. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I was really pessimistic about the Suicide Squad trailer, but, you know. Yeah, I'm really, <laughs> really pleased with how it turned out. <laughs> cool. 